Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy, Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th. It is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without Breaking the bank. You're listening to Dorothy Patterson, the reality, the reality show. show, right now on TPV Radio. Hello and welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. I'm walking in authority, living life without apologies. It's not wrong, dear. I be wrong here, so you might as well get used to. 
Well, hello, 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 everyone. How is it going on this beautiful Memorial Day? Oh, my goodness, this weekend was so, 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 so healing for me. And I cannot wait to tell you all about it. Let let me get into praying first before I go any further. I am Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, and let me just say this prayer real quickly. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you for another day. Just being able to say thank you to you. Lord, I, I, I know that you have given us all a purpose and assigned us to do something for your glorifying. And Lord, I ask that through this show that you open the windows of heaven and pour out the blessings on everyone that tunes in. Give them their purpose. Let them walk divinely in it so they can get to the the, the, the destination that you desire for their lives. Lord, and if I can do anything to be of encouragement, equipment, and embellishment for their lives, Please let me do so. And, Lord, don't let me do anything that's not of you. And if something comes out of my mouth that is not glorifying you or helping someone, please don't let it come out. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that I do pray. And again, Father, our Father, we thank you. Amen. Okay. You guys, let me tell you about this weekend. This weekend was so liberating for me and the whole purpose of me being the reality coach is to share my reality with everyone and by doing so I'm praying that I'm liberating minds in order to transform lives because so often in my own personal life I lived in the shadow of reality for so many years meaning I could see something right in front of me happening And instead of me seeing it for what it is, I would excuse behaviors that was ridiculous and not only ridiculous, but redundant. And it was not right. So I've lived in the shadow of my own reality for so long, but my purpose now is to live in reality. That means if it is a duck, it's a duck. There's no excuses. I'm not going to say it's a geese. I'm not going to say it's a bird. I'm not going to say it's a robin. I'm not going to say it's a blue jay. I'm going to call it what it is. It's a duck. And that's what the reality coach is. That's who I am. That's who I shall be. And that is the only way that I will live out my life because we have to live in complete honesty with ourselves in order to be a better person. But most of all, pleasing to the Father, pleasing to our Father. And that is my whole purpose and my whole mission now from here on out. So in saying that, I take my real-life situations and I try to make them be a teachable moment for someone who may be stuck in a transition of going to the next level or they, they don't know how. Whatever I can do using my life and my personal experiences to help someone, that's what I'm doing by being the reality coach. I'm not talking about Sarah's life. I'm not talking about Robert's life. I'm not talking about Susan's life. I'm not talking about Sharon's life. I'm talking about the life of Dorothy Patterson because I tell you what, a good workman need not be ashamed. So, therefore, I'm not ashamed of anything that I have gone through or anything that I may go through because 
I found out that majority of the people are going through the, some of the same things or have experienced some of the same circumstances. And if you haven't, you know someone who has. And maybe, just maybe, I can liberate your mind. And then you can go and transform their lives by telling them and sharing my story and seeing how God brought me through it. And that's what I do. So let me explain to you about this week's flyer. We all know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So today, I want to talk about the mental madness of dying to self. And if you see the flyer that was posted on my Facebook page, you will see that rest in peace, R-I-P, that means rest in peace. And I'm not saying saying die a physical death, but sometimes we have to die fleshly death, and sometimes our spiritual, our spirit will be attacked, and we can have a spiritual death, and we have to dig down and allow God to minister to us, get in his word and study so we can we can resurrect ourselves using God's word to help us, and that's what this is all about, and why I say, why God gave me this is because I was reminiscing over my son, my son who was murdered in 2017, his birthday was May 21st. So I was having difficulty dealing with that. I mean, this whole month of May has just been traumatizing, traumatic, whatever word you can put there. It's been very difficult for me this this month. So what happened is, is I was sitting there reflecting back on my son and I was like, my God, why did you, why did you have to take him so why did you have to take him, God? And and, and, and and I wrote a tribute on Facebook, and God said he was his first. And I had to realize God just called his child back home. Because guess what? My son wasn't born with a twin. He was born as a single individual. And I know that in order, to be, in order for me to even conceive him and carry him to the duration, it had to be nothing but the grace of God. And God needed him here for a purpose. And he served his purpose. And let me tell you what God showed me about my son. My son lived and died his way. And the reason why that's so so encouraging to me is because no matter what, my son did not cheat himself in life. But what he did do is he never died to his flesh. Therefore, he pursued an early physical death. And what I mean by that is there are so many times that me, myself, holding on to my son, trying to say, okay, not accepting the fact that God has called him on home and he's in a much better place than I could ever be at this moment in my life. So I was like, okay, now this sounds crazy, God, this is crazy. Okay, now this don't make good sense, but help me make sense of this. Because when I go to telling people this, they don't think I'm crazy. I don't lost my mind. They really are into me in my own right if I'm looking at it from my flesh. Yes. Who wants to lose their child? And who wants to say their child died their way? But it's the truth. I have to face the reality because let me tell you, no matter what I put in my son, he went against everything that I taught him. 
my son did not have to die where he was because he wasn't raised in that environment. He chose to go there. So if you choose to go in an environment that you're not accustomed to, like I did so many times, that's what I called on a series I did called Reckless Reaching. I've done that to myself so many times. Went into environments that wasn't necessarily my place to be. But the grace and mercy of God kept me because he, he's not finished using me. So saying that, back to my son, he pursued an early physical death because he couldn't die to his flesh. He was seeking something, and what it was, I don't know, but he knows. Well, now he's, he, he's not here to tell me, but I have, to, I have to just assume he was seeking something that his flesh desired more than his spirit needed. Meaning, sometimes we go after that flesh so much until we just throw our spiritual common sense, our spiritual wisdom, our spiritual, uh, our, our spiritual, our spiritual warning, our spiritual discernment. We throw all that to the curb because we seek after the flesh. And this brings me to the whole subject matter of dying to self. If you cannot die to yourself, sometimes, which means not necessarily dying a physical death. But sometimes you have to, you must die that fleshly death. You have to in order to continue to grow and, 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 and be a, a lamp unto someone else's feet. Meaning it's hard to die to yourself. And I'm, I'm a living witness. Dying to yourself is hard. And if you don't believe me, let me share with you 1 Corinthians 15 and 31. It says, I... And, and Paul says, I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die daily. Now, I can only assume what this means to me. And if someone has a different way of looking at this, I welcome it. Because I am trying to grow in knowledge, and I'm trying to grow more, 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 more. I'm going sp- more spiritually. So if someone can help me understand this in a different way, then I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm wonderful, wonderfully welcoming it because again, my mind still needs to be liberated because my life needs to be transformed even more. So don't think that I will be offended if you're not in agreement because we all have a way of looking at things. And my way is not the only way. And I'm not a professional scholar. I'm not a doctor. I'm not any of those things. I'm just a vessel that's trying to be used by God. That's all. So what I get from this scripture is Paul says he died to himself daily. And I'm like, how do you die to yourself daily? To me, he's saying he denies himself daily. He denies his flesh daily because there are so many instances where Paul could have done things differently, but he didn't. An example, a prime example is when Paul is um, telling people that people are wanting to tell him to get paid for preaching the word of God. Now, I know that there are a lot of people that look to be paid a salary to preach what God has given them internally. He's internally equipped them with this. And then they, they, they say that they need to be uh, paid, you know, um, 
should the oxen not eat from the ox or you know you know um pay pay them to get up there every Sunday to preach what God has given them. And I'm not saying don't pay your pastors. I'm not saying don't pay people. I'm not saying that by any means. You can give them a love offering. You can give them whatever you want. But I'm using Paul's words and how he died to himself at that moment. Because Paul was such a great theologian. Who wouldn't want to pay to hear Paul speak? Who wouldn't? I would pay. What is it that you want, Paul? I'll give it to you. If I can scrape it up, scrape it up, whatever I got to do, I'm going to give it to you because I know you have walked the walk and you're talking the talk, and I know you got a word directly from the source, So, which is God, our Father. So I would pay Paul, but Paul says, before he, and I'm paraphrasing, he says, before I will take money for preaching the word of God, I don't want to do that because if I preach for the people, if I get paid by the people, then I got to preach for the people. And to me, that's dying to yourself. You can get some money and you can go do some things. You know how great Paul was and how many people wanted to to, to listen to him and the money he could have made? And he said no. Now, I'm just telling y'all, I'm still a work in progress. But I promise you that I don't know if I could have done that. But I thank God that Paul gave me that opportunity to see a, a, a small example of dying to to to, your, to yourself daily. And that's not the only time that he died to himself. I'm so there's so many examples of where not only Paul but uh, uh, I Abraham, all of them eventually had to die to their, die to their flesh in order to be a better servant of God, in order to help the people. So all I'm saying is that sometimes we have to die to our flesh, and it is the hardest thing to do because the things that keep us going that, well, let me rephrase that. Some of the things that keep me going, I love doing them. And to have to deny it, example, if you have high blood pressure and you know salt is a contributor to raising or elevating your blood pressure level, it is hard to resist the salt or the seasoning because it it, 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 it flavors our taste buds. It's hard. So, therefore, that part of dying to your flesh is hard to do. But what we can do is we can start with just maybe if you sprinkle just a little salt. Start with just little steps of learning how to die to your flesh. And I just use that as an example. There are so many examples. I mean, diabetes. We know that sometimes your sugar gets low, goes up and down. Whatever you have to do to keep that under control, sometimes you may have to go and spike it. But if you would possibly eat a little better, and I'm not judging anyone. Please don't think that. I'm just giving an illustration of how is how hard it is to die to your flesh, which is dying to yourself. Now, that's just an example, but let me just tell you what happened this weekend for me. This weekend, I wanted to completely close doors. That means when I close that door, that means I want to kill that spirit of heaviness, that spirit of burden, that spirit of dead weight that has been I've been lugging with me like a backpack for so long. So I got an opportunity, first of all, to serve two purposes. 
to serve a purpose to kill to, to kill what has been a backpack on my back, but also I had an opportunity to help others kill a burden that's been a backpack on their back. And what I did was I went to Austin, Texas, and I stood in protest with um, my my brother in Christ, Michael, who does a series entitled Cell Life. And let me tell you, before I met him, there was there there was situations in my life. My son going to prison and serving all those years. I had no idea all of the stuff that it, 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 it that goes on with that life. And for people who don't understand it, you probably won't even begin to want to know how or even want to know how, want to, or desire to if it doesn't impact you directly. And I pray that no one has to have to understand it, know it, get to get to see what goes on by someone that they love going to prison or even going to jail. It is the hardest thing to, to see a loved one go to a place where you know that they may not they they may not belong there, but because they've done something that has landed them there, or sometimes some of them are innocent and don't belong there. Whatever the case is, I pray that you never have to experience this. But saying that to say, I went down there in protest with him because I it landed at my front door. But before it landed at my front door, I really wasn't aware. I wasn't in tune. I wasn't trying to understand it. I wasn't wanting to. I had no desire or none of that. So, anyway, during the protest, before I went, when he told me it was in Austin, I was like, hmm, Austin, that's only a few minutes from the hometown that I grew up in. And I quickly threw that to the side. I didn't want to, I didn't want to really focus on that. So, needless to say, I went on about my day. I was excited. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go protest. I'm going to go stand with him because I understand he's trying to make a make a, an impact and liberate minds and transform lives. So I'm going to stand with him and all the other people who have loved ones or have lost loved ones that have been there or people that are on their way there that are there or don't even know they're going. I, whatever the case may be, I'm going to stand. So I went, and I, and I was all happy about that, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Um you can go to Marble Falls. And I'm like, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. And I was like, oh, no, Lord, I I, I, I can go, but I, I, I don't want to go. And that's when my son popped in my mind. And I remember, I remember how he used to say, gone on, Mom, gone on, gone on. That's all I heard was gone on. Gone on. And I'm like, gone on. And so the Holy Spirit started showing me my son and in showing me this, excuse me, I realized if my son can live and die a physical, he lived and he died the way he did, I, I was like, okay, Lord, I'm all confused with this. I mean, my mind was just all over the place with this because I could not understand why I could 
why this even came to me. And I tried to attribute it to the fact that I'm missing him. You know, it's, 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 it's his birth month and all that. But the Holy Spirit said, no. You have to start killing what's been, healing what's been killing you. You don't have high blood pressure. You don't have diabetes. You have no ailments. But if you don't start healing what's killing you, those things can come up on you. And I'm like, mm, well, I don't want to really go, but that does make sense. And then it was like, if you go, you will rent, go. He gave me RIP. I was like, okay, RIP. And then he said, if you rest in prayer, I will be with you. Because we've got to heal what's killing you that you don't even see has been leading you all these crazy places. You don't realize that it's my grace and mercy that has been sparing you. My grace and mercy has kept you from getting high blood pressure, diabetes. But it's time to heal what's been killing you. And only you're only not afflicted because my grace and mercy I've been sparing you. And I'm like, okay, rest in prayer. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And then he said, when you get there, rest in praise. Y'all, I didn't think that I could do that because it was so much that happened in this place. And then he said, and once you rest in prayer, rest in praise, you will be able to rest in your purpose. It will no longer be a struggle to be the reality coach. It will no longer be a struggle. Everything you will start giving birth to everything that I have in you, I have birth, I have been laying dormant within you because now you're healing what's been hurting you, what's been hindering you, what's been leaving you hopeless at times. So you guys, after the protest, I go to Austin. I go to Austin after leaving Austin. I go to Marble Falls. Now, when you're trying to do what does say the Lord, every obstacle you can think of will come up against you. So I started, the Holy Spirit said, no, you need to start filming every step of this because you're not going to be just a giving testimony. You're going to be a living testimony. People need to see instead of hearing. Because people can hear stuff all day. And they can say that that ain't what they heard. But when they see what they see, it is what it is. So I started filming. When I got there, first of all, when we get there, I didn't pay any attention to the date that the weekend that it was. The, the, I mean, Marble Falls. Come on, who's in Marble Falls? I'm thinking nobody's in Marble Falls. Who wants to be in Marble Falls? I don't even want to be here, but I'm here to do a purpose. Heal what's been hurting me and hindering me. So I get there. We get there and do you know? Every hotel in Marble Falls was completely booked. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every hotel booked in Marble Falls. In Marble Falls. And that's the way I, oh, my God. That's all I can say was, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, it was just like, oh, my God. 
and I've got my godmother who who is uh who has illnesses and sicknesses and all of this with her and I'm like, Oh my goodness. So you you know, okay, so I said, Well Lord I done checked every hotel, and then we see this hotel to the right, and it's called the Hilltop. Well, we go over there, and when we get there, you know, we you don't know, but I'm just going to tell you. Um, we get there. Well, let me go on a commercial break before I tell you this, because I got to make sure I get it all right, because I want you guys to really full, hear the full extent of this, full extent of this. So let me go to to break because God will make you laugh if you just pay attention to it. But I want you guys to hear this from the horse's mouth. So uh, let me go to a commercial break real quick. Y'all stay tuned because I guarantee you're going to fall out laughing when we come back. You're listening to Dorothy Patterson, the reality, the reality show, right now on TPV Radio. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio.
It may not feel good to me, but it is good for me to be broken by you. Will keep your hand covering me. I'm free when I'm broken by you. My life is safer when I get to the break. Bring my mistakes to the hand of the maker. Who I am is it up behind who I face. My life is safer when I get to the break. Yeah. My deepest apologies for hiding the very things that need to be.
Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to Dorothy Patterson, the reality show, right now on TPV Radio. Okay, okay. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, everybody. Okay. Now, as as I said, I promise you I was going to, God was going to use this as a teachable moment as well as a laughable moment. Let me tell you. Okay, so we get there, and, and, and as I stated, we see this, I see this hotel, Hilltop. Now, you know it's something about this hotel. When they give you, first of all, they tell me when I go in that, well, we only have one room left, and it's in the, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm looking in the lobby. It ain't so bad. It's not what I'm accustomed to, but it's not so bad. So I'm looking in the lobby, and I see that they're getting ready to, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, they're clean. It smells good in here. It looks clean. It looks, all this stuff looks all right. He says, no, 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 no. This isn't the, this isn't the, uh, this isn't the side. This isn't the side that you'll be in. This is, you got to be on the annex side. And I'm looking like, oh, okay, well, they got two sides. Okay. So I go, he said, but you got to go around, go out the parking lot and go around to the back. And go to the right. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. Okay. So he hands me the key. And I'm like, okay, he's giving me the key. He said, well, the manager says it's a male and a female working there. The female is the manager. She can look at me and tell that, you know, maybe this might, maybe we before we take her money, we might need to uh, let her see where she'll be staying. So I get in, I, I take the key, and I get back in the car, and I'm telling my godmother, I said, well, they said that we can, you know, we can stay here. They have one room available. She's like, oh, thank God. And and she's looking like, okay, well, we'll be okay. I said, oh, no, this is not where we're going to be at. She said, huh? I said, no, this isn't where. We got to go around. We got to go to the annex side. She said, oh, okay. And I said, but we can go in and look at it. And she goes, how are you going to look at it? They gave you the key to look at it before you, they gave you the key to look at it before you go in? I said, yes, they did. They gave me the key to look at it before I go in. And she's like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be right. I don't know if this is going to be a right. I I don't know. I said, well, let's just go look. Don't don't worry about it. We're going to go around here and look. So we get to the stop sign, and, I, and she's like, oh, it don't look so bad because we saw a building in front of us that was all lit up nice, and it looked nice. I said, oh, no, that's not it. We got to turn the corner and go to the left and then go to the right. Yo, when I turned that corner and went to the right, Lord, help us all. It, was, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but it was something going on that we knew wasn't quite right. So... We see all this traffic, and then this girl, she's walking back and forth, pacing, and you know, we knew someone right with it. And so she says, I don't know if we can stay here. Uh-uh. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I said, well, let me go look at the room and see how the room is, and it might be all right. So when I get out the car, and she says, I'm going to go look first, too, go up there and look, too. I said, no, it's a bunch of stairs, so let me go look first. So 
as we as she goes to get back in the car, why did the girl that was walking the parking lot stop and talk to us? Y'all staying here? And I said, Well, it's the only place available. And my godmother's like, Why? What why? What's wrong with here? She said, Well, there's just a lot of drugs that go on here but they don't bother you, you know, they don't do anything to you, but it's really not that great. I'm on the other side. So she was letting us know that she was on the better side. We were on the worst side. Why did she say that to my why did she say that to my godmother? Oh my lord, y'all, I could you could have bought her for the copper that is put into a penny and got changed back. She's like, oh no, uh uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. So I said, okay, okay. I went up and I looked at the, I went up and I looked at the room, and it was okay. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it was, it was a place to stay because we couldn't drive back to Austin because it was late and it was dark. And so she said, there's got to be a hotel. Then the girl tells me, well, did y'all check the LaQuinta up on the LaQuinta on the shore side over there? I said, where is it at? So we went up down. Mind you, I took the key to the hotel room with me. I took it with me. And while I'm holding on to the key for the room, the room 230 is what they said. It was 230 was the name of the number of the room. While I'm holding on to the key, I'm going to go look for another hotel because we really don't want to stay there. So we get over to the La Quinta. Oh, my goodness. You're talking about the top. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Now, mind you, the room that we just left was $80 a night. We get over here to the La Quinta. They said $229 a night. Well, now, you know, if you do the math, that's a a substantial increase. And I'm like, oh, my God, $229? I said, well, let me go book it online. She said, yeah, you may be able to get it cheaper online. So I run to – now – you got to know when you got to die to yourself sometimes. Now, the place wasn't so bad. God had already blessed us with somewhere to stay cheaper, and we only there for maybe six hours because it was already late. But, oh, no, me and my high-minded self. Now, that's all, I, that's all I'm saying. Me and my high-minded self and along with my godmother, but I'm just thinking it's not safe or what have you. So, anyway... I didn't want to die to myself. My flesh said, oh, no, you're too good for this over there. Let's go find something over here. But then my pocketbook said that don't make good sense to pay that kind of money for six hours when you can pay $80 for six hours. So I'm in a I'm in a tug of war of not wanting to die to myself, not wanting to put me at rest in peace. So anyway, I go in there, y'all. I try to get on my phone. My phone was moving slow. So I said, well, do you have a computer system here with Wi-Fi? So she lets me into the computer room. I get in there, the computer's moving slow. It won't even click on nothing. It won't do this. It won't do that. And I'm like, okay, God, now this is too much. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, let this computer come on. I rebuke you, Satan. I I, I come against everything. You know, I'm in there giving all the scriptures to, to get this computer to work. Well, while I'm doing all that, the computer doesn't work. My godmother, she comes in, and she's like, well, what's going on? She's trying to get it on her phone out there. She said, I found it. We can get it for 129 well, guess what? Her phone wouldn't let it come through either. So now we both sitting there, can't get in. And in the meantime, the lady, the little clerk comes in, and she says in the saddest, feeblest, weakest voice that she can muster, she says, I'm sorry, the room is gone. I said, what? What? 
the room is gone. What do you mean it's gone? We've been trying to get it online. She said, well, the rooms are going quickly, and it's gone. I said, well, do you have anything else? She said, no, that was the last one. That's why I was telling you you need to hurry. Y'all, if I tell you I just didn't, I, look, I died to myself right then. I'm like, oh, Lord. Well, now what are we going to do? So I said, well, we can always go back over there. I got the key to room two, 230. So my godmother's looking all sad and distressed and, 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 and just about to stress herself out or what have you. So needless to say, we get back over there. I said, girl, I said, I said, I certainly hope they have this room available. She says, girl, ain't nobody staying at that hotel but her. I said, you never know. People are desperate. It's, it's the last one. We see people are still looking because it's a, it's, it's a lake, it's a, a resort, excuse me, and a lakefront, and it's Memorial Day weekend, so people want to get out there and enjoy a barbecue or whatever on the lake. So... Long story short, we get back over there. We go. I go in, and I say, well, I'm going to go ahead and take the room. Why did he tell me that 2.30 is no longer available? I said, excuse me. She comes in. What do you mean? What, what's going on? I said, 2.30 is no longer available. And I said, do you have anything else? He said, well, I have 2.28. So I'm like, you talking about humility and dying to myself was immediate. My godmother couldn't get her license out of her uh, wallet fast enough. I don't know, tore the wallet up trying to hurt and throw him the, the license. Well, the phone rings while we're standing there and still she's fibbling and fumbling with her license trying to get it out. And I'm like, okay, well, get your license out, whatever. But in the meantime, he um, he tells me, he, t- he he the phone rings and someone's asking if they have a room available. He says, no, I just booked I just booked the last one. I just booked the last one, and I'm like, I looked at it, I said, I told you. So needless to say, we get up there, we go inside. Now, on the way up there to go inside the hotel, the same girl comes back, but this time the, she says, well, she tells us, well, my dad is like the dealer here in this lot, and you'll be okay. It's not that bad. I'm like, you're like the what? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my goodness. So my godmother's in a panic now. So we get up there and we go, and I go, we, we get up there and we go look at the room, and I look up up at the ceiling, and I'm thinking that they left a, a hanging basket on the uh, on the vent, and they just didn't take all the string down. She says, no, that is a cobweb. I said, oh, my God. The ceiling is messed up, the cobweb, but long story short, we go back downstairs, the man, the, 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 the daddy, the daddy dealer comes out and says, hey, ladies, how y'all doing? I'm like, we don't want nothing you got. We got God with us. Come on, let's go. So on the way down the stairs, one little guy, he says, oh, we, my godmother said, is it safe to be here? Is our car going to be all right? He said, don't worry about it. We, I've been here for a long, I've been here two days, and it's okay. And if you need anything, we'll take care of you all. Now, y'all mind y'all, it ain't but two of us there. Two black, two blacks, two black women at that. All the rest, all the rest are white men, and a couple of white women. So I'm like, oh lordy, but they didn't even see color. That man saw two women that looked like they was all right. And they was going to take care of us. So, y'all, I, I, I want everybody to know, and I said it, we need to quit making everything be about color. We do that. But everybody's going to see that. People saw us as two women 
in a hotel that they, they can clearly see we're not familiar with and we don't normally stay in this type of area, but it is what it is. And when you desperate, you have to die to yourself and do what you got to do. And when you die to yourself daily and you put your trust in God, you will be all right because he's always got a ram in the bush and there's always a hedge of protection around you when you die to yourself. So we leave. It's about 1130. We we, my godmother tells me, she says, okay, now you know they done charge you too much for this room. This room ought to be $40, $49. It shouldn't even be this high. It should be free, as bad as it is. I say, hey, we got somewhere to sleep. It's not a tent. It ain't the best place, but we got somewhere to sleep. We can take a shower and we can rest. She said, I don't know how well I'm going to rest. I said, it's going to be all right. So we get up. We're trying to go get us some snacks so we can lock our, both ourselves down in in the room. Well, y'all, when we tried to lock the room from the end, well, let me, before I get to that. Anyway, we go back, we get to the, we go to the, she sees this store, nothing's open in this town, nothing that we really want. Well, nothing's open. And then the one store that was, the one food place that was, the line was so long, and I know the story's long, but I'm going to get through it. But it's so funny. So anyway, we get, we, 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 we get to a little corner store, and she says, well, there's a store over there. Uh, I said, Check check kitchen or check right or something. It was check something. I can't remember. But anyway, I was like, I'm not going over there. I don't want to go over there. So I end up making a U-turn. In the, she said, no, go over there. So I was like, okay, well, let me go over there. So I go over there to the store. And guess what, you guys? We get in the store. Now, we procrastinate. She's got to get her cookies. She's got to do this. She's got to do that. Now, I'm mad because here I go, not dying to self, being ungrateful, and, and, and not realizing you're going to be able to get something to eat. You may have to pay a little more at the convenience store because you waited to the last minute to do what you need to do. So, anyway, I I, I don't get nothing. I'm mad because I feel like they done charge you too much for this hotel. They charge you too much for this food. Nothing is nothing is good. I didn't jump back into my flesh instead of dying to flesh and being grateful. I didn't die to myself. I didn't want to rest in peace. I wanted to rest in anger because I was mad. Rest in pride. That's what I was resting in. Resting in pride instead of resting in peace. Okay, so anyway, I uh, rested in prayer, rested in peace, rested none of that. I didn't want to do none of those good things. I wanted all the negative things. So anyway, I was resting in my pride. That's what I'm going to call it, R.I.P., resting in pride. That's what I was doing. I was resting in my pride. So needless to say, we get outside. My godmother, she happy. She done finally, she's finally just done rested in prayer, rested in praise, and she's going to rest in a purpose to go to sleep over here. Now, I'm resting in my pride. I'm still fussing about the fact that they overcharge for people for them snacks. So anyway, she looks down and she says, oh, Oh, that's a money right there. That's a twenty dollar bill. So I'm like, a twenty dollar bill. She, she picks it up and, and and I get in the car. I'm looking like, oh, you found some dollars. Well, hey, that's a blessing. So now pride is slowly shifting over, shifting over to the side. I'm starting to rest in that peace and, and and that prayer and that praise and that purpose. So I'm starting to slide over that way. But then you know, uh, God will make you really get right. So the Holy Spirit tells me to look to my left as I get in the car. I look down. I see another 20 over there on the ground. Honey, if you, I, I was, you saw them both sister getting out that car to get that 20. Not only did I get that 20, I know, I, I looked around and there was a 10 over there. So I darn snatched up the pavement with the 10, getting the money up off the ground. I was like, oh, hallelujah. I went from <laughs> listening pride 
to listen and praise. I would say, oh, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, I found me $30. So my godmother, she gets out and she says, girl, bag up and see if there's some more y'all. We were out, and I'm telling you, the wind was blowing so high that it just had to be nothing but God. When you have, when you die to yourself for him, he will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. You won't even know how you got it. So anyway, we up now. I mean, we it's twelve o'clock at night. We bagging up the car to look for more money. Ain't no more money, y'all. But guess what? God showed me something like this. The room ended up only being thirty dollars because He blessed us with fifty of it back. I said, won't he do it? So I don't went to resting and praise. Now I'm ready to go over here in this room and rest in the purpose to get up tomorrow and heal what's been hurting me and hindering me. So anyway, we get back to the room, and let me tell you, when we get inside the room, the door on the inside wouldn't lock from the inside. So we didn't know we was going to be able to be locked in and out. So my godmother goes outside the door, and she says, well, it locks from the outside. So she said, ooh, I don't know how, how we're going to sleep up in here. I just don't know. Now, we didn't check the room for bed bugs. We didn't did everything. And then we 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 so scared to stay in this room. I get to the room, and I, I go to the office, and I ask them, do y'all have some cleaners, some Lysol or something back there that we can clean this room? Because, see, that resting in that pride was still kicking up before I got the $50. Now, mind you, I got that $50 of my, I, I was, that pride that went to the side. Oh, it's going to be all right. I'm going to spray a little bit, clean up a little bit, and we're going to go on and go to sleep. So needless to say, we thinking we're not going to sleep because we know all the activity. And, I mean, it was like Grand Central Station. They were coming in and going out, coming in and going out, coming in and going out. And when we go up to say smoke, uh, marijuana smoke everywhere. It's all in the air. And so, anyway, we go inside, and we think we're not going to rest. Y'all, I think I may have watched maybe five minutes of the show I had put on the TV. I don't even know if my godmother made it that long. And I'm telling you, when you are, are are really serving a purpose and you are really doing what does say the Lord do, and even if you're not, his grace and his mercy will give you sleep and it will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. When you die to yourself and you rest in him, I promise you, I promise you, you will be kept in perfect peace. We slept so good, we didn't even, we got up the next morning, didn't know it was the next morning. We didn't even know it was the next morning. We got up and was looking, I said, girl, we slept through everything. Did you hear anything? She said, no. It was the quietest, restful place. I mean, even though all the activity was going on downstairs when we went inside, we heard nothing, nothing. No cars coming and going. We heard absolutely nothing. And when we got up in the morning, I tell you, I you can go on my Facebook page and see it for yourself. But I'm telling you, when you die to yourself and you put God first, everything will work out for the good of those that love the Lord. I'm telling you, I've seen it with my own eyes this weekend. So anyway, I tell people, I have to take a picture of this, and I'm filming this to let people see. I, I I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Now, we got the money back. We paid $30 for the hotel. We slept like babies in this drug-infested den. Everybody that knew the town kept saying, why are you staying there? Oh, my God, that's the worst place to stay. Isn't there another hotel? Well, if there was, we would have been there. But there wasn't. This is where God had us. And we was blessed to get it. 
because we had 230. I had the key to 230. Get back. 230 gone. So God put us in the next room, 228. Now, when I went inside 230, it didn't have no cobweb. But see, you was resting in your pride. Now I'm going to show you. You going from worse to worse. You didn't have cobwebs in the first one that I blessed you with, but no. You want to rest in pride and go try to find something else? Okay, go ahead. So now you got the cobweb. But that's just to say, let that pride go. Let the pride go. So anyway, we head on out. We get we get through that. We're grateful. We're thankful. We, we survived. We saw none of the people that we saw the night before, none of them. So it was like God was doing a miraculous work right there with us. So anyway, we, we, we I start heading out to my destination. The first place I go is to the church, where in the book I talk about sitting with a bunch of beaming with pride, watching my stepfather preach the word of God. Well, I get there. I'm getting emotional, but I know that I'm there for a purpose. I'm getting ready to heal what's been hindering and hurting me. So I get there. I'm in praise at this point because God has already taken the pride away. I'm, I'm in, I've already rested in I've let that pride go. Now I'm resting in prayer because I've had to pray before I went. Now I'm resting in praise because I'm able to stand here as a woman versus a little girl. Now I can stand here and speak without having to be silent and speak freely. So I stand in front of the church and I look at the door that I used to go through. And I'm just like, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. So anyway, I'm thinking I'm not going to get to go in because I'm thinking the church is closed. Nobody's there on the lot or whatever. So I go around the side and I go inside. The pastor is there. The new pastor of the church is there. And, y'all, you can see that God is still trying to do something with that church. But uh, I get in and I start talking to the pastor and I ask him if I can go into the sanctuary. Now, it has changed because they've added on to the church, and I'm like, wow, I, this is the same building. I told him, I said, I only remember this side and that parking lot over there. I don't remember this parking lot over here, the storage buildings. I don't remember none of that, and I don't remember all this activity center, none of that. So I go into the sanctuary, and the pastor's looking at me, and he can't understand why I begin to silently weep, and I'm crying at this point, and he comes to me, and he says, are you okay? I said, I'm healing. And he didn't ask me. He just gently, as a man of God, hugged me and said, God has got you. You do what you need to do. And he left me there in the sanctuary. When I tell you, I went from crying to praising God, because I was resting in a purpose at that point. And so my godmother comes in, and I start looking around the church, and we see all the history of the church. We see the trees and all that. And I look on the, thing, on the, on the wall, and I say, hmm, there's not one picture of the founding pastor of the one who built the church, which was my stepfather. There's nothing of him up there. And I asked the pastor why, and he said, well, 
the church secretary says that, you know, it, 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 it was some things that went on, which I won't go into detail, but because I, I don't want to put all of what went on out there because that's not neither here nor there. Just know that he said there's some things that went on, and therefore that part of the church has been sealed off and it's in the archives, it's in their library. It still exists, but they will not put it on the wall. Because a lot of people knew what was going on in that town. And then he started, and I looked to my right, and I see God showing me that I'm healing what has been hurting me and hindering me. Because I look on that wall, y'all, I'm getting ready to get into that, 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 that woman of God voice now. Because I'm seeing that I'm resting in purpose. I done rested in prayer, I'm resting in praise, now I'm resting in purpose. Because I see all of this stuff on the wall. Everybody that I named and called out that knew what was going on with me is on the wall resting in peace, in God's peace. They're with God, prayerfully with God, but they are resting in peace. They landed to their final place. I'm still standing here because I'm in a purpose at this point, but they're resting in peace. I see nothing but a bunch of obituaries of so many of the people that knew what was going on. They all on the wall, all of them, and I'm just like, wow, oh my God! So then I look at him and I'm crying again because I wasn't, I wasn't. They weren't tears of joy; they were tears of sorrow that these people, they're gone. And I wonder, I just wanted to, I wept for them, hoping and praying that they got some, 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 some clarity and some, 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 some covering and some forgiveness. Because they didn't do anything to stop what they knew was going on. Not just with me and come to find out after talking for a few moments, there were several other children that were going through some of the same things. It was just a mess. But anyway, so I look over there on the wall, and then I see all of that. And then I look and I see there's no picture of, of me and my family, nothing. Well, y'all. The Holy Spirit tells me to look. I, I was ready to go because I was like, well, they don't care nothing about this. So I, it's done. It's over with. It's a done deal. And I was I was kind of disappointed that there was no picture of, of my family there. But then again, I knew I was healing what was hurting me and had been hindering me. So anyway, I looked down on this, this table. God says, look on this table. I promise you all, there was a picture of the basketball team that I played on. And there I was, the only family member in a picture in their church was me. The only one. When I tell you I took a picture, a snapshot of that. Now, I took a bunch of pictures in that church. I took a picture of all the black history because they had, it was just embellished with black history. And I was so, I was so in, 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 impressed with that that I wanted to find out everything I could about the black history. So I was taking pictures. So I ended up looking down and taking a picture of me on that on, on that one picture. When I tell you all, I promise you right now, I went to go look for that picture. I know I took it because I made sure it was in my phone because I did not want to not have it. I went through my phone to look for that picture, and I promise you, God is my witness, it is not here. That picture is not here, but all the other pictures I took in that church are in my phone. But the picture of me is not in my phone. You know why? Because God said, you are there to heal what's been hurting and hindering you for my purpose. You still want to try to love something up out of here. If it wasn't there, it's not there. 
Leave all that alone. Let it go, Dorothy. Let it go. So, y'all, I don't even have that picture. It's amazing. When God has you on an assignment, no matter how you try to get in your rest, in your pride, Dorothy, because I was a little upset, a little bit. Well, at least I'm here. So I got a little excited when I saw my little picture, but it was only because one of the uh, members' daughters was in the picture. It's the only reason why I was in that picture, because it was a basketball team basketball picture. So that's why I was there. So anyway, I was resting in my little pride, and I got pride. I got happy. Then I said, "See, I'm here. I'm here." But then God said, "No, no, no, no. You are here for a purpose, because I don't have that picture." So I leave there, you all, and I go. I leave there, and I find out I don't have a picture once I got back here. But I left there thinking I got my picture. But when I got, I was a little prideful, you know, a little happy lady that I was there, what have you. So. Needless to say, I leave there and I start going to the place where most of my, where the biggest healing needed to take place, the biggest hurt. But before I get to that, let me, let me see if there's anyone that wants to say anything, because I've been doing a lot of talking, and I can talk, 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 but if there's a caller that may want to interject or have something to say, please feel free. Chris, if there's someone that wants to say something, if you see a caller online and you can ask them, I will be honored. Yes, ma'am. All right, callers, we will only read the last four digits of your phone number for security purposes, so the first caller we have online, Dorothy, is... Zero three one seven zero three one seven. You are on the air with Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. God bless you. Hi hey, there. Dorothy. Hi there. Hi, Michael. How are you? Good. How you doing, Dorothy? I'm, I'm really doing enjoying well, your I'm show. Doing. Well, thank you. Re- Have you? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, Dorothy. I have a question for you. Michael, okay. I know you can understand what dying to self means. Absolutely. Can you share can you share an instance where I know what you're doing and I know you're doing a phenomenal job of it and to do what you're doing and and be consistent like you are, I know you have to die to yourself daily just to keep doing it because when you're trying to spread a message of positivity, there's so much negativity that comes with with this, I know that we were together this weekend in Austin, and I know for a fact, cell life went under the attack, and I know you had to do something. So can you share that moment where you had to die to yourself by humbling you to continue God's yeah, sure. purpose for you? Yeah, first of all, I want to say uh, I'm really enjoying the show, uh, and uh it has been uh, very enlightening to me to uh, hear you speak about your different things. I'm so proud of you going back and revisiting uh, uh, some of the things that you needed to and uh, some really good work. I'm, I'm, I'm really inspired by that, Dorothy. But, uh, yeah, Thanks. so, uh, yes, ma'am, uh, dying to self is a uh, something that uh, I, I definitely deal uh, with on a, you know, several times on a daily basis, uh, just – just by uh, doing the little experiment I'm doing, but uh, just in every area, you know, of my life that I uh, that I that I want to take over and take away from God. But uh, yeah, so uh, I can definitely relate to what you're saying. And uh, are, uh, what exact instance are you talking about, Dorothy, in 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 Austin? 
Well, when you got the, 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 the text message from the individual because you said something that they didn't agree with. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I had an old friend uh, 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 kind of uh, comment on 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 some uh, on some views that I had on my on my particular show, Cell Life, and uh, I wanted to uh, you know I wanted to react and uh, uh, kind of uh, speak my mind, but I said you know what I need to uh, I need to slow down and uh, kind of listen to other people's views and. Uh, Use use these different opportunities when 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 our views don't don't nat- don't necessarily ma- uh, match up for for a learning experience, just like you have been doing, Dorothy. But yes, yeah, so Dorothy, you there? Yes, I, my phone had went out for a second. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about the different uh, ways. Uh, I mean, I was talking about the uh, friend of mine that had uh, made a comment about one of uh, one of my uh, comments on the show that I that I have cell life, and it was a little uh, kind of political, but uh, you mm-hmm. know, so I had to kind of die to self. I didn't I didn't want to react, so I uh, I just allowed her to speak her mind, and I told mm-hmm. her that we can always agree to disagree, but you know, my uh, my uh, flesh wants to wants to just speak out. Mm-hmm. You know, on 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 different issues, but you know, we have to uh, we have to be more considerate so that we can allow people to listen to us and hear us when we do speak. And we don't want we don't want to ever turn anyone away by thinking that no opinion is not validated. You, you that's, that's the right. beauty of being a different person, and then that's that's that spiritual growth for those who are here to do a purpose for the glorification of God. And I know that it took a lot for you to humble yourself because, I mean, it takes a lot for me because I'm thinking, uh, I can say what I want to say. Why can't I say what everybody else does? But when you are doing a, when you're serving a purpose, those are the, those, Satan puts imps out here to distract us and try to take us out of character so we can be less, um, what's the word, believable? So people can say, oh, yeah, we told you they weren't right. You know, there's always something. But I commend you on how you handled that situation. And I've seen you die to yourself so many times just doing what you're doing. You are putting your life on an open canvas for people to, to, for their minds to to be liberated and praying that it transforms their lives. If people will just see how difficult that is to die to yourself daily, every day you're dying to yourself just to get up and continue to do what you're doing. I commend you, I celebrate you, and I thank God that he blesses you beyond measure for what you're doing as you continue to uh, pour into people's spirit through your show Life. And and tell me real quickly, don't you have, aren't you going to be coming, join, aren't you joining uh, TPB Radio Network here shortly? Aren't you going to be one of the, have a, your show? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We start on the 31st, which is on a Sunday. Our show is going to be Cell Life, and we're going to be talking about the different issues. Of course, pretty similar to what we do on our on our Facebook show, talking about the different issues that convicts face inside and outside the walls. But yeah, we start on the thirty first uh, at uh, between four uh, thirty and six thirty on Sundays. So yeah, Dorothy, I really appreciate. I just wanted to call and, and let you know that that uh, Cell Life supports you, 
we're so proud of you, and uh, we really enjoy listening to you. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let you go, and uh, you're, you're, it's a great show, and I'm going to listen to the rest of it. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you, and again, you guys, have Sound Live coming up on the 31st from 4.30 to 6.30, and I'm telling you, this man is so anointed. He has been through so much, and he has educated me a lot because, as I stated, my son went to prison, and he's told me, when. and, and let me tell you how he had to die. He had to die to himself, and, you know, I can talk a lot, and I can go there. And so, anyway, I was like, why do you call yourself a convict? You're no longer a convict. You're an ex-felon, you know, that, 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 that upper echelon girl trying to come out and trying to give him a new name, a new title. But he explained it to me. So you guys, you can learn a lot about the the different terminology and why he calls himself an ex-convict. And once he said that, now I can see why. So you guys, please tune in on Sundays at four, on Sunday, May thirty first at four thirty. So you can you can find out why ex-con is better than saying. An ex-convict is better than saying an ex-felon. So you guys will tune in. I, I leave that with you. Tune in so you can hear it. I mean, you won't believe it. I won't spoil it. So uh, is there another caller, uh, Chris? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, caller, we will read the last four digits of your phone number, 5311. 5311. You are on the air with Dorothy Patterson. Hi, well, hi, 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 thank you for tuning in. This is Miss Judy. Oh, Miss Judy, hi, I haven't got to tell them about you yet. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let me just go ahead and tell you about Miss Judy. Miss Judy is now the current owner of the home where I grew up in. She was so gracious to allow me to go inside and heal from the hurt that had been hindering me. She let me go in, and you, you, this woman did not even know me, did never see me a day in my life, but she remembered the, my, she remembered the family that used to live there because she was the one that purchased the home. So just saying her and her husband was so wonderful. Her husband, Richard, was just unbelievably so warm and welcoming. And not only once I got in there, now I had got, I got so much history while I was in there as well, but she allowed me to take my time inside of her home and, and, and go through every, I went through every place of the house where I was. So she didn't hold back anything. I mean, I went from the, from the kitchen to the master bedroom, to the master bathroom, to everywhere. I was able to show people what happened, where it happened, and and I didn't go into details, but I showed them where. In in the book, I wrote, um, I'm I don't light up, I don't do Christmas trees anymore. I really don't. And I was show people why, and I showed I was able to show them the spot where I was. I showed them the spot where a lot of my violation happened, and she just. I mean, I cannot believe that she was so gracious. Yes, I can, because God was in it. And her, her and her husband, they were so warm. And, again, now, you all, I, I, I have to tell you, they did not see color. They saw people. They saw a woman who needed to heal. 
So I, I, I employ people to stop making everything be about color because I am learning. Everything don't have to be about color. There are people out here who care. It's about caring. And Richard and Judy, they care. They let me in. They let me take my time. And I tell you, they have made that house, that, 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 that home, that house is a home within a house. Now, it, it was so peaceful. And when I left there, I had, I left with praise in my heart. I, I did because I was finally able to heal and leave that pain there in Miss Judy. I, I can't thank you and your husband enough. I can't. I, I wish there was something I could do to show how much I appreciate you allowing me to come into your home and heal, and you didn't even know what was going on. I'm just glad so, we were able to help. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, um, so when we left, did you guys... Uh, I know you're, you're like, wow, isn't it amazing how God can just just be able to let you help someone in the smallest of form, but yet the biggest of ways? We sat down at the table when you left and talked about what just had happened. It was unbelievable. Wow. Wow. And you had no idea. You, you, you didn't even you, you didn't even know. I just... I, you had no idea, my godmother. I asked her to fill you in because I knew what I was there for, and you, 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 you made sure that I, every piece of hurt that I had, even, even the little small bathroom, the the upstairs bathroom, I, and and I and my godmother was like, you just started leaving the leaving leaving her. You wouldn't let her leave you. I said she wanted me to heal. She wanted yes. me to heal. She wanted me to do these things. She wasn't bothered by it. She was sitting there patiently waiting and making sure that I did not miss a place of healing that needed to be healed. I can't thank you enough. And by the way, it is so beautiful in your house. And you guys, Miss Judy said her house was a mess. All the beds made. Everything is in its perfect little spot. I'm just like, really, if this is a mess, I'll take the mess. And even her husband's man cave, you can actually see where all the tools were. You can see the tool drawer. She said, this is his place. She said it like it was just not organized. I was like, well, if this is the way a man cave looks, he needs to teach other people how to be in a man cave. He really does. Miss Judy, I can't say thank you. Thank you enough. Make sure you tell Richard that I I, I, I did do it as I promised. And I'm going to send you all the books. I'm going to send it to you. So I know, look, I know your address. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't have to yes, give me yes, your address. Yes. So I will definitely send it to you all. And, again, thank you, Miss Judy, and thank you for tuning in. And I pray that you're, 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 you're learning something. Have you had an instance where you've had to die to yourself? No, thank God. Oh, oh, so you don't let pride get in your way. Pardon you don't allow pride to get in the way of, of, of your life. You just go ahead and go through it and do what you got to do. Very true. I can see that because you know what? You didn't have to do what you did Sunday. And that goes to show that you are truly one that does what ha- what needs to be done, and you don't let pride take over. You just do what is right, and it felt right. And I'm so glad you felt felt that it felt right. Thank you again, Miss Judy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'll and be God bless you, Richard. 
We're looking forward to the book. Yes, ma'am. You will definitely be getting it this week. All well, right. next week because. All right, honey. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there another caller? Yes, ma'am. We have two more callers on the line. The next caller is six eight five two six eight five two. On the air with Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. God bless you. Well, hello, 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 hello. Thank you for tuning in. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? If you feel free to say your first name, Chris. Maybe they're just listening. Okay. Are you there? Hey, girl. This is Monica, Miss Judy's daughter. Well, hi, Monica. Hey, how are you? Your mother was wonderful. I went to school with you, girl. We rode the bus together, if you rode the bus. I know a lot of y'all did. Well, you know I rode that bus, girl, walking down that, walking yep. that long street, walking the mile. You know, your, I yep. could not remember. I could not remember you. Okay, I, 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 talked, to Ms., I talked to Miss Barbara today, Barbara Williams, and uh-huh. she said she remembers Fran. And when she said that name, I was like, well, that's Miss Barbara guy. Williams? Yeah. She talked to Miss Barbara, and she said what now? That she remembered Fran. Fran? Fran. Oh, my. Yes. Fran? Fran or Fran? my sister? Yes. Your wow. Wow, 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 wow. But see, you and I are older than Barbara. Okay, that's why I don't remember Barbara Williams. Yes, okay, exactly. okay. But yeah, we grew up in the same house. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. That is something. Yes. I tell you, I I can't Ms. believe Judy, it. Miss Judy, Miss Judy called you uh, yesterday and told me about it. She was so excited. Oh man, it was just unbelievable. Your mother, I can't, I can't say enough about. Your mother and your and your and your stepfather. They were they were phenomenal to let me come into the house like that. I was just I was just elated because it helped me yes. heal. And you had no idea exactly. all this was going on. Exactly, exactly. So um, I was I was excited about the whole thing and um, your family, girl. Your family. And I heard the situation of a place to stay. Well, you, you'll always have a place to stay. So, oh, how beautiful. Yes. Thank you so yes, much. You'll always and you know, have a place to stay. And I was looking for, I was actually looking for, I was saying, God, I hope I see some of my classmates, but I'm sure we wouldn't recognize okay. each other. No, but no, everybody has changed and Marble Falls has grown a lot. Oh, my goodness. I, I couldn't even figure out the high school. I was like, where, where's the front of the high school? Uh, where's the where's the big hill and the Sonic that was down the hill that we all yes. used to run to during lunch hour? Right. Exactly. It's the middle school now. Is it the middle? That was the middle. But it said Marble Falls High School. Well, the Marble Falls Middle School was the old high school, the school that we graduated from. They turned it into no. the middle school. No wonder yes. it didn't look familiar. I was like, okay, now wait a minute. This doesn't yes. look. So is the hill still there? The, yes. the hill is still yes. there? Yes. Did, okay, now the Sonic the Sonic moved, though. That Sonic is right. not still there, right? 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. man. I'm, when I come back, I'm going to make sure I reach out to your mother and let her know I'm coming because I know I have a place to stay. Um, yes. And I know I have a classmate there that that yes. that can get in contact with mom or whatever. And I am so Bravo. excited, but I can't tell you how awesome your parents were. I, I mean, really, I can't, where did you guys live in, you live in Cottonwood Shores too, right? I grew up in the same house that you did. But, oh, that's right, but I left. We no, bought it, what? we bought it when y'all moved out. Right, Ms. but Ms. you Judy, already, Ms. Oh. Judy, I no, I was still in school, I was in high school when we bought the house from y'all. Right. Okay, so okay. You lived in it, and then I lived in it. And nobody has lived there since? No, ma'am. Wow, and your 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 parents have done a beautiful job with the house. Yes. I mean, the gazebo, the gazebo. Yep. I'm surprised they didn't put a pool in all of that land in the back. I know, I know, right? <laughs> and, I mean, and, and and how they built up all the houses around there. Oh, my goodness, there was no houses there. When we lived exactly. there, exactly, it looked totally different. And totally I different. could not believe the garlic still live in that house. Yes, ma'am, they sure do. Well, wow, I tell yeah. you. Wow, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Well, it was, it is yes. so good talking to you. Oh my yes, goodness, ma'am. and and bless your parents. And um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I get your number from your mom. So we can keep right. in contact. Matter of fact, if you have, if you're able to, you can write down this number. Well, I already have. Okay, I've, I've already found you on Facebook. I've sent you a message. Oh, shut up, girl! All right, well, you go, girl. You go, girl. Well, you make sure you tell all the other classmates. Before we hang out, go. I want to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. I, 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 I tell you. I'm on my heart. I'm proud of you. Thank you anyway, so much. Will you make sure you tell all the other classmates tune in and be and friend me on Facebook so they can listen on Mondays. All right, sweetie, <laughs> we will tune in every Monday. Thank you, darling. Bye bye. Bye, hon. Bye bye. Oh my gosh, you guys! I'm just so elated. Is there another caller? Uh, yes, ma'am. We have one more caller. Uh, eighty okay. seventy-eight. Eighty-six, seventy-eight. You are on the air with Well, hello, darling. How are you? This is look, look. This is my number one fan. He's <laughs> so supportive. Thank you. I cannot do this without you. I just, I just celebrate you all the time. You have no idea how much you, you mean to me and your support. And I promise you, God is going to give you that vacation by the beach. He's going to give it to you. Wherever you want to go vacation, he's going to give it to you because he's going to give me the means to get it for you. So hold me to that, okay? Do you have anything to say? Hey, did you follow this weekend? Hello? Carla, are you there? I'm sorry? Yeah, she sounds, yeah, I think she muted her phone. Yeah, so I'll just put her back on mute. Yeah. Okay, now we can hear you. 
I'm Chris, out she, at the she, grocery I can store. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Out. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Talk on. We, we this is hey the reality coach is real life. We're we're on. That's why we're on, we're on internet radio and we can talk and handle it the way we handle it. So go ahead, sweetie. Did you follow this weekend? I, did I do what this weekend? Did you get to follow follow me posting my journey? Oh yes, I did. And I uh hi y'all. Really, really enjoyed it. It was I it was eye opening, I must say. It um it comes together along with the book. You you uh, you painted you painted, you know, the picture. Like you said to uh, Michael, the, the candles. It was it was really touching. Wow, wow. So now, you know, because I had people to say, I had people people say that some it couldn't have been it couldn't have been real. There's no way. First of all, they did not believe that we lived that way. They didn't believe that. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh-huh. They not only did they not believe that they didn't believe that I had went through the kind of stuff that I had been through, uh, with with this being a man of the cloth and being the best, being so wonderful. But to be able to show people every aspect of the journey, the, from the church to the house, and can you believe it that they let me in their house like that? I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. Right. And I was able to show people every place that I said in the book. Mm-hmm. And they just validated and verified everything. They know that the house was purchased from my family. Right. So it, was, it just. Uh, really an awakening. And I think a lot of us spiritually are going through you know, an awakening and uh, remembering our past in order to uh, push us towards our purpose. And that's what I got from it. And I had those uh, moments myself this weekend. It was revelations, and it was very eye-opening. And so you can really see how dying to self is so hard. Oh, yes. It's, it's, It's so amazing because all the... When I got on the radio with you earlier today, because God had me in a, a place today where I really, you know, I, I didn't reach out to the world or what have you, but he, he, my dad used to call me Paul when I was in my mother's belly, and <laughs> nobody ever knew that, and God revealed that to me today, and it's just, if I tell you, it, it just knocks me off of my feet, I weep like a baby today because wow. there were so many things being revealed to me about my past that I've kind of programmed my mind to where I I mean I kind of blacked it out but it was nothing like I had been carrying it around all my life and it, I mean it was just so different than what I've been carrying around and I, I wow mean, <laughs> speechless Wow! So I had to tell wow! Him, wow! to me why my daddy used to call me Paul. It wasn't because he wanted a little boy. You know, it's everything that he used to say to me. I didn't know what he was putting inside me until today, when it when it, you know, was revealed to me. 
Well, and, uh, my goodness. So <laughs> you do know what it means to 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 die to, to dying to self, and how you have to rest in prayer, so you can rest in praise, and then you can rest in your purpose, and then you have to Amen. rest in peace. There's an order to everything that God does, and Amen. we don't understand it sometimes because we're so busy wanting to carry that flesh like a backpack, and we don't want to let we want to rest in pride. <laughs> Uh-huh. Rest, rest in pride. That's the first step. That resting in pride is a hard thing to let go of, and I'm telling you, it is it, it's, it's it's just unbelievable, unbelievable when he reveals it to you. And I'm so glad that you were able to get some healing from the hurt that's been hindering you as well. Mhm. Awesome, awesome. Maybe one day your mother will tune in. You think? I'm not sure. I, I need to uh, tell her about it. I think my sister is on there, on here. I don't, I'm not sure. I... Oh, she was probably a caller that didn't say anything. She doesn't like to talk very much. But uh, that's okay. I'm just glad she's listening, and hopefully she can get something out of it. I know she will right. because God doesn't do anything to where he can't give us something give, give us something to get out of it, even if it's something I knew. But I just want to thank you for calling in. And um, being being a, a faithful listener, and like I said, one day you're gonna be on a beach somewhere, because God's gonna give me the means <laughs> to send you there, so you can Amen. really break free, as you say, put your feet in some sand or get what do you call it, grounded with the earth, the sand, wherever mm-hmm. you want to get grounded. At, I'm gonna be able to one day send you there, so you can hug a tree. You know, you're all into this tree and healthy stuff, healthy eating, healthy trees, sand, all of that stuff. So we hope that you can get you some lettuce on the beach one day, so you can hug a tree and plant your feet in whatever soil you are on. <laughs> all right, okay, darling. Thank you so much. Oh, no worries. You. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Back all to right. you. All righty, you guys, I, I, I just can't tell you how how blessed and how, oh, my goodness, how much praise I'm resting in right now. I am going to probably sleep like a baby because I, I, I don't even know what, I don't even know what to say. I, I don't know what to say. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that God gave me the opportunity to do this. He gave me the strength. He gave me the courage. He gave me the the, the willingness. Well, almost the willingness. He he had to he had to send me through something in order for me to drop that pride. But I'm telling you, now I can see it was all worth it. Everything that I've gone through, everything that I've experienced, it has been all worth it because I am now able to share my pain with someone. And, and help them heal what's been hindering and hurting them. It is amazing, and I tell you, to have people like my number one fan, to have people that like the like Judy and, and Donna and Richard, to have them just be, you know, be a blessing and, 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 and just keep me, keeping me encouraged and and. Giving me the giving me added strength 
to know that God is really getting ready to birth something, and I am so glad that they're here to, to, to see me in labor so they can watch me go through the delivery room and come out and watch the baby grow. I mean, it's just amazing. I have been in labor for so many years wrestling with myself, and now that I'm willing to die to myself, it is time for the baby to be birthed so people can watch it grow. And God is birthing it. God is birthing this baby because dying to yourself, if you've been carrying something that God has for you to serve him in purpose, for serve for his purpose, I'm telling you, this is now the season for everybody that's been carrying these babies around to give birth. Get in that delivery room. Give birth. Die to yourself so you can give birth. Give birth. And I'm telling you, it's a daily fight. It is not easy to be out here trying to give birth to something that you are afraid that is not going to turn out right. Don't be afraid. Lay aside every weight. Die to yourself. Every time a, play, a, a, a moment of fear comes in, let it die. Kill it. Every time doubt comes in, kill it. Get to a scripture. Go to the scripture. And if you Get to Philippians three, uh, uh, Philippians four and eight, I believe, or uh, is Philippians four and eight? Yes, it tells you to think on these things. If you think on those things, I promise you, that is a way to die to yourself daily. If you think on those things, I promise you, you will die. It will, it, it, it will, it will, it will die. It will die daily. Every time a doubt, fear. Uh, insecurities. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do, whether it's a relationship, whether it's your your children, whether it's your job, whether it's an illness, whatever it is, if you die to yourself and put God first and think on these things, I'm telling you, if you think and not thought, because those thoughts are dangerous, but if you think on these things that are pure, that are good, I promise you, I promise you, God will deliver that baby, and you will walk into your purpose, and you will eventually be at peace completely. That peace that surpasses all understanding. Y'all, I'm on such a high right now. It's like I'm at the top of I'm I'm at the top of Mount Everest right about now. I'm so up there. I'm I'm almost I I, I almost think I can see. Well, no, you know I can't see Jesus, but I'm just saying that's just that's just me saying being me. But I'm telling you, I'm I, I'm I'm just up there. I'm up there, and and again, you guys, rest. Put the pride to rest. Do not rest in your pride. Do not rest in pride, because if you do, you will never get to rest in prayer. You won't get to rest in praise. You won't get to rest in purpose. And you sure won't get to rest in peace. Not that, not the earthly peace that we all are guaranteed to have. That peace that surpasses all understanding when you're going through something. If you just die to yourself. It's hard. It's not easy. It is not easy. And I'm telling you, I go and pick me back. I can kill me. And I promise you, as sure as my name is Dorothy, I go and pick me back up and rebuild me in a different way, thinking I can go around God. Because that pride picks up real quick. I pick it up and thinking I can go around God and I go to try to do it a different way. I get, now each time I kill myself, 
daily. I mean, I'm talking about this this fleshly self, the desires of my heart, those those things that are not uh that are not very pleasing, but they're forgiving, but not very pleasing. All of that stuff. Every time I I mean, I go and I pick that stuff up and I pick it back up and I do it better. It's just like being like when you see people get out. Uh, and it's not all people, but most of the time when people go to prison, they get sharper while they're in there. And they come out and thinking that they can do it a different way and it's going to be all right. But then they find themselves back where they started out at. Even though they got sharper, they got dumber at the same time because guess what? As you getting sharper, so is the people that you're trying to hurt. So is the things that you're trying to do. Sin gets sharper. Sin going to always be sharper than what? you. Yes, sin gets sharper. It's going to always be sharper than you. So the best thing you can do is try to live as sin-free as possible because we're not perfect. We're going to fall down but get back up and just try to find a way. Find your scripture that can tell you to die to yourself. Philippians 4 and 8 will help you die to yourself. And I'm not talking about a physical death because if you don't die to yourself, your fleshly self, you might just get an early physical death. An early physical death. And my son, Demarcus Patterson, he did not have to die early, but he could not die to his flesh. So he sought and he got an early physical death. I just don't believe that God would have taken him if he hadn't been pursuing the wrong thing. But I'm not saying God took him, but maybe, I don't know how to even put that. I just know that he's resting in peace now. I'd rather, he's resting in that heavenly peace because I'm telling you, to sit and watch my son go where he was going, that was tearing me up. Finally got to see my child rest in peace, and I'd rather see him resting in peace than wrestling in person. Now, that's deep. So for those of you who can't let go of things, let go of death and let go of the physical things, if they are wrestling in person, Please let him rest in peace, because I'm telling you, my son was wrestling. He was wrestling, wrestling in person. And I ain't talking about the WR. I'm talking about the wrestling, the the the, the real one, the R, the 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 one. I know it's spelled W R E S T I N G, but he was wrestling wrestling. He was never resting. He was wrestling in person. Now he's resting in paradise. So you guys, die to yourself, that fleshly self, and I promise you, you can rest in prayer, rest in praise, rest in purpose, rest in peace. Until next week, same time, 6 o'clock, and next week, we will be doing a show on the mental, of course, you all know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Next week, we'll be doing, I will have some guests on next week, and we will be doing a show entitled The Mental Madness of Relationships. Oh, my goodness, you do not want to miss this show, The Mental Madness of Relationships. I'm telling you, these two women, these three women are dynamic. They're phenomenal. They've been through every type of relationship you can think of, and they are not talking about someone else's relationship. They're talking about their own relationship. And I promise you, you're going to get something out of it. I'm telling you, you will, because relationships are so important, and we have a mental problem with this. We have mental problems with it. I, I suffer 
Letting go of relationships, I suffer with that. I do. But now that I am dying to self and I'm able to rest in prayer, rest in praise, rest in purpose, I can rest in peace when the relationship goes on about its business. Because I know one day I'm going to be able to rest in paradise. Oh, oh, well, that's a girl. Look at God bring this rest, this RIP that people been using. Let me help you give it a new look. Okay, first of all, here's the first one. Rest. If you're resting in pride, you're in trouble. If you're resting, if you ain't resting in, you can, once you drop that pride, you got to be able to rest in prayer. You got to pray to let go of that pride. And once you get in that prayer, you can rest. In praise because you ain't got to be prideful no more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then you can rest in purpose. And once you rest in purpose, you can rest in peace. Because guess what? You know you're going to eventually rest in paradise. Yes, 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 yes. Now, can I get a drum roll for the mouth drop word? The mouth drop word today is... Rip it up, rip it up, R-I-P, rip it up. If you got that pride, rip it up. Rip it up, rip it up, rip it up so you can die to yourself daily. Again, I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been just so awesome. And, again, thank you to Judy, Richard, Donna, my number one fan, and and Michael, and, and my producer, um, his wife, his family, everybody that has been following me on this, this this show, I just thank you all. And y'all, you better believe that God is getting ready to take me out of the delivery room, and you getting ready to see this baby be birthed and watch it grow. Hallelujah! I'm living in praise, and I'm walking in authority. Until next week, you guys. Oh, and if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on Facebook, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. You can go to Faith in the Flesh Ministries. You can find me at Dorothy-Patterson.com. You can call 972-695-9514. You can email me at Dorothy, the reality coach, at gmail.com. You can always Always find a way to get in contact with me. I am so grateful. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And all praises be to God. And I cannot do it without God's people. Thank you again. Rest in peace so we can eventually rest in paradise. Bye, guys. R.I.P. Rip it up. Bye. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, 
Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.